Welcome everyone to Teen Contemplation. Happy Friday to you or happy day whenever you might be watching this recording. <laughs> so let's go ahead and allow ourselves a moment to get settled, to get comfortable wherever we are finding ourselves this particular day and also giving attention to the space that we might find ourselves. So the awareness that maybe it's the same place every day, or it's a little bit different on this particular day. Just noticing what comes up for you, what your preference is, what your, what your intention is with where you're at today. So being comfortable with wherever you're sitting, allowing the full weight of you to Arrive on the chair, the soft cushion, the mat that you might be sitting on. Notice which parts of you are making contact with the chair, the cushion, the parts that you're immediately aware of when you first notice. And they might be kind of broad areas or specific points. And seeing if you can allow the awareness to soften and to broaden. So it feels like it's more noticeable which areas are making contact with the surface. And that might start as an external process. So maybe just like the awareness of fabric or of skin, of muscles, just kind of like the outside stuff. And see if directing the breath to those areas, this process can also be internal. Internal awareness of where the heaviness is, where the settling is. As an invitation to extend the full weight of yourself to where you're sitting, the full gravity of yourself. And in doing so, you might notice areas where perhaps there had been some holding, like a pause, like a waiting for getting somewhere. And then you can just invite this moment of, oh, there's no more waiting. I am here. I can start to breathe a little bit more fluidly and start to settle into where I'm sitting, into this present moment. With this same internal, external awareness, shift your focus now to how you're breathing today. So noticing on the external form of you, how the breath moves, where you would see movement of breath in the body. The rib cage, the front of the abdomen, the breastbone, 
just watching first the external sensation of the breath. And then gently guiding that deeper awareness now to the internal, bringing it inside the body. Where does that internal arising and spreading out meet the external? Does the inside breath kind of push up against the boundary between you and outside world? And follow the flow of your inside and outside in-breath and out-breath for a few cycles, just noticing the slow kind of spreading, melting sensation, transition between inhale and exhale. Now allow your awareness to include any areas that might feel unsettled, a little edgy, a little fidgety, still kind of get in their groove. And just hold the awareness of both of those spaces at the same time, where there is a smoothness and elasticity, and where there's kind of like this punctuated stop, start, shift, shift, kind of feeling. Just notice both of them at the same time. One doesn't have to be the other. They're just there together. And together they create a whole, a wholeness around your experience of time in this moment. They're both ways of marking passage of time. When you're ready, we can now shift our awareness to also include our tea, which as we have explored here together in our sitting is also a way of looking at passage of time. So picking up your tea that you have chosen for yourself on this not quite summer day. And thinking on the ways that we see time show up in our tea, the season that it was made, effort that it takes to twist and to roll the leaves for flavor develop from the time that the leaf is picked to the time that it's finished the sense of time and the journey that it takes to reach you and most notably for us this morning the time that it spends in the bowl and the time that it creates insight for us as we drink the tea. Bringing your tea to your nose. Just noticing what little 
cues, what little pieces of conversation that you just sort of fall into when you breathe in the tea and the body's responding, little comments, little curiosities. Perhaps a sense of recognition for something familiar or a sense of wonder for something that's not so familiar. Or you might be breathing your tea today and perhaps it's completely quiet. There's just stillness in appreciation of the breath with the tea. When you're ready, just serving yourself a nice little pinch of leaves. Awareness of how much you need today as you're picking up the tea. You're really actively considering if you want a little bit more, if you want a little bit less. And then getting your kettle moving in your space as you need to, to get your hot water and pausing once you have it in hand, studying it between two hands, really appreciating the fullness and the weight of it and how it invites a sense of settling even more in the body to just hold the water. And this time as we add our water to our tea, let's start with the outside edge of the bowl. If you could aim the little stream of water on the outside, going really slow, read down the inside walls and spiraling in towards the center of the leaf very slowly. If you reach the middle, going back out again. Appreciating the fullness and the, the width of this space, all the room that these leaves and the water has. And setting the kettle down. And settling the hands, settling the hands in the lap, either palms face up or face down, just noticing which today feels more steady, more grounding. And inviting yourself to watch what's happening inside the bowl. And again, with this kind of internal and external awareness. The external is what is actually happening in the bowl. Some leaves softening, some leaves staying still, color slowly seeping into the water. 
and layering. Maybe deeper color at the bottom and lighter color at the top. And then the internal is the awareness of you watching something slow. Just noticing what comes up for you as you do so. And some areas of the body respond immediately to watching something that's slow. It creates a natural pull for us to want to linger in that moment to stretch it out, to really fully enjoy it. And with the same awareness and attention towards kindness, we also extend the possibility that there are parts of ourself that as we're watching, we might feel impatient. We might want the time to speed up, somehow cut out the middle, Fast forward to the end of the process here, where we're actually drinking tea. And so we can notice these two sensations, one kind of melting and expansive, stretchy, lingering, and one that might feel a little stop-start, a little edgy, a little staccato. And both are welcome. They both inform each other. Without one, we wouldn't understand the other. Taking our bowl, lifting it to the nose, breathing in the warmth of the tea. Notice here too, there is a sense of elasticity with the breath as we breathe in the tea. And a little bit of a springiness too. There's an initial surge of attention and this kind of soft lingering in the middle. The end might feel like a soft fading away or an open curiosity to what comes next. So notice how the breath feels, the actual texture of it. As you are breathing the tea in and out, following for a few counts, just on your own time. Which parts are you naturally drawn to diving deeper in? Stretching out, really feeling the fullness of the expansion. Which parts might naturally seem like they go faster for you? All parts of the breath don't have to be equal. Just noticing how your breath is just today, just in this moment with this particular tea.
when you're ready to move on, perhaps taking a first sip of today's bowl. And noticing the experience of time in just this little moment. So the external, just the observing of the tea itself. So what textures you notice, the warmth, what aromas as they start to kind of rise up. And then the internal. The sense of little small space that it creates as we drink this tea. And how those two things come together, the internal and the external. And when you feel ready, just on your own time, just taking a second sip. And notice your sense of time and pace with this particular tea. Every tea is a little bit different, just like every morning that we come to sit with our tea is different. So sometimes even taking intentional pauses, we can drink half the bowl and not even really hardly be aware of it. And some mornings and some teas just really draw our awareness in to the fullness of what's happening. And each moment seems to stretch out like there's light years between every sip. And sometimes that feels enjoyable. Sometimes it can feel kind of sleepy or tiring. And as you continue to sip your tea, just whenever you feel called to take in a little bit more. Notice how it feels for you today. That each little bit of tea is not only just felt sensation awareness, awareness of expansion or flavor, aroma, awareness of breath. It's also awareness of time. It's your sense of time shift from when we first sat down and during the part where we're adding water to the tea. And now what is your feeling of time like as we just sit here and drink the tea? And which part of the sitting with the tea seems like it's the most comfortable for you? Like where is the... What is the right amount of elasticity that we need? What's the point where either in the beginning, in the middle, or the ends of each taste, or perhaps it's after a certain amount of tea, that you really feel like you're in that pocket of this is the right amount of time for me to fully appreciate and notice the experience 
It's slow enough that I can notice the internal and the external at the same time without feeling rushed. Let's see where that little pocket happens for you. And sometimes it's really brief. It's just the way it is. Sometimes it could be the whole session. Just kind of depends. Let's take the next minute to sit with our tea, quietly sipping. Just enjoy the space of what does one minute silently with our tea feel like on this particular day? How elastic does this one minute feel like? Bring your awareness back to your breathing. Observing how it felt to be with your tea in silence for one minute. And for a little extra consideration as we observe just the, the texture and the sensation of our time with our tea today, Consider that something that is stretchy, it has the capability of being expanded or contracted, is pulled between two points. There's something that creates that tension in the middle that's interesting to explore, that stretchiness. What are the points that are pulling you in either direction today? And notice the points don't have to be something that's labeled as automatically unwelcome. Just because it's, it's pulling you doesn't mean that it's not helpful. It could be a sense of urgency around time or things to do later today. It could be how you're feeling in your body. A sense of sleepiness, kind of fighting with a sense of awakeness. It could be a feeling of excitement, of happiness even, of wanting to just dive into something as simple as relishing a tea and trying to create a little bit of purposeful tension to slow it down. Just notice what's pulling at you that allows you to work with it 
to create this bit of awareness around where does the time linger? Where does the time grow and become stretchy so that you can notice little small details? All those things work together. And as we're sitting together with our tea today at any point, of course, feeling free that you could add more fresh hot water if you like. Enjoy a little bit more expansion, see what else comes to the surface. As we sit and we consider our relationship with time through the lens of our tea. I found Sousa's guidance this morning just so brilliant. I almost don't want to say anything. It's like, let's just drink our tea. It was really beautiful, Suze. I was particularly inspired by the way that Suze talked about parts of the body craving different speeds, different kinds of time. Uh, that just lit up a bunch of connections for me. It made me think about kind of the gross body, the muscles, the way that certain muscles um, require a very slow unfolding in a yoga practice. Um, the prototypical example is like the new student with very tight hips who's watching P 
people do these things that involve, you know, a lot of hip mobility and like, oh, what is wrong with my body? Because it seems to just not work that way. And um, if that new person attempts to apply like bicep time to their hips, they're going to hurt themselves. Uh, and the reminder or the, you know, the, the information that can be helpful to a person in that position is like, take your time. This is, your hips can likely do a lot more than you imagine that they can, but um, they are going to basically need to ungrip in the same way that you ungrip your fist when you open your hand, but that ungripping process can take years. And it's not a, it's not a deficiency of, of those kinds of muscles, right? It has something to do with their purpose and their nature within the complex of the body. And of course, we also have this this chitta aspect of the body, the heart-mind field, what you might call the subtle body. And it's nice to also think about parts of this heart-mind that crave or need different kinds of time. That there is a part of this, um, there's a part of this heart-mind that needs the kind of input or like response time that we can think about as being like stimulation or um, to be provoked and charged through a, a quicker process. And then there are parts of this heart-mind that will require years to complete a particular sort of resolution or unfolding or expansion. And so perhaps that's what that's what is so that's one way of looking at why our strict adherence to clock time is um, so exhausting or so depleting because clock time just doesn't allow us to really acknowledge the diversity of time scales that we are operating at. I was thinking about this difference between clock time and perceptual time. It was how I had framed it before I heard Suze's share and that it's, it's within this field of, of perception that we have these different speeds which appear to create elasticity in time when we move between them or, or among them, right? And so one way of looking at mindfulness practice, I think, is to simply see mindfulness as 
choosing to step into the flow of perception in a very deliberate way. To um, perhaps choose when you are eating something to step into the flow of perception as it relates to taste. Or when you are walking to step into the flow of perception as it relates to uh, the feeling of the feet on the earth or the feeling of the, the breeze on the skin. And maybe part of what is therapeutic about mindfulness in that sense, and certainly mindfulness is not only about therapy, but in the sense that mindfulness is about therapy, perhaps what is therapeutic about that is that we are surfing in that moment. We are, we are surfing um, our experience in this, in, this, in this quite literal way, right? In the sense that when a surfer catches a wave, they find this perfect balance between their position and the momentum of time and the space that they're in. And there is just something very pleasurable about being carried by experience in that way, a integration. But of course we have the agency and the autonomy. We have the autonomy perhaps is a good way to say it to uh, lose that connection. And this, of course, makes me think about trauma time. When we've had experiences that are so difficult that we actually remove ourselves from the sense of time that we experience them in. And in this really strange paradoxical way, that makes those moments uh, eternal. They have a timelessness within us. But there's also healing time, which I feel is like trauma time, but um, it's inverse, right? If Trauma time is uh, an experience in time that is so profoundly difficult that we use our ability to step outside of the flow of time while we're experiencing it. Healing time are moments when we are, um, there is such a profound connection, um, an intimacy, a truth, an honesty that we move so deeply into those moments that we also lose their sense of time, that those moments also become timeless within us. And certainly when I'm struggling, I, I have moments when I 
look at my dog who doesn't seem to have this kind of autonomy with time. And I, uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> and I, I will, I wish that I, I don't have, um, this same elasticity. I wish that I don't have it. It seems to create, uh, knots and entanglements and densities within me that seem uh, kind of never-ending, unfolding, the he this healing journey of being a human, just kind of an endless process. Um, but then I, I, I'll have moments when the resolution of something is just so sweet and profound that it makes me realize like, oh, you know, there's, um, there's a benefit to this autonomy as well. Um, that it gives us the opportunity to be artists within, within our experience. I just love how Sue spoke about the pocket, finding the pocket. When she said that, when, uh, when Sue said that word, it made me think about drumming, how, uh, you know, I, yeah, I grew up on, on hip hop, so I love beats with these really spacious pockets. It's like you can just kind of hang out in the pocket. <laughs> And I've never thought about pockets of time in that way. But it makes sense. The, the beat, uh, you know, when you, when you are feeling the pocket in a rhythm, it's not that, the, the, not that time is in any way stopping. The beat continues to march on. But within the movement of time, you're sort of creating this this space for observation is almost like a um, like a scenic uh, a scenic uh, view you know if you're if you're driving on a highway or something and there'll be a little a little turn off where there's a bench so you can admire the vista that's what the pocket in time feels like to me um, a, a chance to sort of grasp the essence of the flow that you're in.
Thank you for joining us for Tea and Contemplation today. Uh, Sue's had to run a little early uh, for another teaching obligation. But if you have any questions about anything that I shared, I, I feel like maybe I want to note that this, this idea of trauma time and healing time um, is just something that I was uh, exploring intuitively. It doesn't come from a, a framework that I'm studying and um, perhaps uh, is very incomplete as, as a result. Um, but um, I'm interested in exploring it more, and I know that a lot of um, a lot of uh, educators and healers have been have been working on this question a lot. So, like most of our sessions of tea and contemplation, you know, these are um, embodied inquiries for us, things that are emerging uh, from yeah from self inquiry. And uh, often, what will happen for me is they'll lead me to doing um, more research, and I certainly feel that way about about today's session. If you have any questions about anything that I shared, you can find me at info at adamgrassi.com. That last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I. And Tea and Contemplation happens uh, every Friday at 8 a.m. And we hope to uh, have you join us for a live session sometime soon.